So, Autumn, what do you think of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law? I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't you, know. you haven't seen She-Hulk yet? No. Oh, why haven't you watched She-Hulk? I don't. You've mentioned it once or twice. Yeah. But an, I just have been like, oh, She-Hulk. It's a new okay. Marvel series on Disney+. Plus. We haven't checked it out. So you don't love it? I don't know. I might love it. I have to t- TBD. <laughs> Welcome back and welcome new friends to the Easy Dizit Podcast. I'm Justin, a hyper nerd travel planner and a behavior analyst. And I'm Autumn, a relatively new Disney enthusiast as well as a clinical social worker. Yeah, I was thinking it's been like a year now. Are you you usually say you're a new Disney enthusiast? Are That's you, I said you relatively. switched to relatively? I've, I've had to So maybe for the next twelve months you're relatively and then after that, we'll see where what happens. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. We'll see how certain decisions Disney makes impacts my enthusiasm. <laughs> well, here on Easy Visit, we try to have some fun talking about Disney entertainment as well as the Disney parks. I think a lot of the Disney parks, but we do both. Mm-hmm. We do news, we do trivia, and we share out feedback that we receive from our listeners. Yeah, we love to share ideas on staying happy and healthy in the parks yes that's our shtick that's really our focus and our in our backgrounds why like hey why do they bother mentioning their their professions because those impact the way that we give ideas and the way that we think and when we're talking about being happy and healthy in a park sometimes our professional backgrounds impact that <laughs> impact well, the things we share well said autumn well said <laughs> So we're a little late this week. Uh, we're, we're not going to be so rigid, I think, with the Monday morning thing. You know, life, we want to put out an episode every week. That's our goal. Sometimes yeah. it'll be Tuesday. Sometimes it'll be Monday. And I feel like it gives, it's funny. I look at the numbers and sometimes when we don't put one out until Tuesday. People uh, are waiting. Yeah. So people actually, maybe they missed last week's episode. So they check it out. Our numbers actually go up on Monday. So maybe this is just something I do anyway. You don't know. Maybe we switch it up. Maybe we put it out on Wednesdays. <laughs> we're not going to tell you. We're going to keep you on your toes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and again, and the reason for that is like you know, Life. we love this, and and it's it's. I mean, we work hard to put in everything that's in each episode, but we also are a family. And in light of us like keeping things real and honest, like that's a lot of the the ideas and support we give through this podcast is that sometimes for us, like life yeah. happens and, and yeah. we have to adjust too. So, and we don't want to like put, record a podcast exhausted on Sunday night. If it's, Nobody gonna, wants if it's not going to be good. So here we are well rested on Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. Ready to go. Ready, ready for the best podcast possible. Ready. Getting ready to head back to work also. There's <laughs> that. Today on the show, we have an interview with Danny Kay. He's coming back for the third time. He's basically the Tom Hanks of the Easy Dizzit <laughs> podcast. He, uh, Did you hear that? Did you hear that, Dan? <laughs> he's now tied, I think, with Dave for, or, oh, and actually Ben Wagner has been on three times too, because I really? split his interview into two segments. So we have three repeat interviewees fighting for the title of Tom Hanks of the Easy Dizzit podcast. <laughs> So we're going to be talking about Taika Waititi. He is the one who did the recent Thor movie. And we're just talking about his body of work. And Dan encouraged me to check out some more of his stuff. He's he's great. And I would let, if you saw Love and Thunder, please let us know what you thought of it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, I would love to hear that as well. I'm interested to see what he's going to do with the Star Wars universe. That's going to be. Me too. It's going to be interesting. What I found from the films I've seen of him so far is it's, and this is like, this could go very badly, very quickly, his style. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of people might try to do it and it would be bad. Mm-hmm. But he has this beautiful blend of being able to be ridiculous mm-hmm. and deep. Yeah. And and 
and just like the way that that's able to be intertwined. Yeah. That's a gift. Like yeah. most people would that. fail at what yeah. I think he uh, his his approach. Because I don't want just him. deep without like you need some levity, right? You do, and, and that's life. Yeah. You know, I mean, forget it. If things were just heavy all the time. Right. All right. So you want to get into news? Yes. All right. Let's talk about news. Let's okay. talk about news. And there might even be some Thor news in the news. There's some Thor news. There's some Thor well, news. We're not going to start there. We're I hope it's start... the kind of Thor news I'm excited about. <laughs> like he's single? <laughs> all right. So let's get started with some Magic Band Plus news. Ready? Ah, yeah. All right. Headline. Oh, highly suspect headlines. So these aren't just news headlines. These are highly suspect headlines. Right. Some of these could be false. Mm. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, at least one of these is false. <laughs> Some of these are outright oh. lies. All right, I'm paying attention to At that. At least one is wrong. Thank you for that clue. And what Autumn has to do is say, she, it's like a game. And she gets a point if it's... she guesses if this is true or false. Mm-hmm. And if she guesses incorrectly. Yes. Yeah, so yeah it is definitely a game. I want to clarify that when I'm listening. It's definitely a game. And and yeah, and I have to, the hot pot's on me. Yeah. I have to figure it out. That's right. You are <laughs> you are a, a piece of tender sirloin yes. being dipped into a hot yes. pot. Yes, that's what I'm thinking about. All right, I'm ready. All right. I'm ready, Chef. (laughs) Thank you, Chef. (laughs) New Magic Band Plus designs include Ramon and Evangeline. (sighs) This would be mean. This would be mean to tease. I've really wanted the Magic Band Plus, Mm -hmm. and I looked at getting one Mm -hmm. for our trip three Mm -hmm. weeks ago, and they were out. This one wasn't the Ramon Band, but they were out of the Tiana. It had Tiana on it. They were out of the Magic Band Plus. No, but there was a Magic Band that had Tiana. Oh, remember? Yeah, it was a Magic Band two. Oh, it was yeah. two. I apologize. See, yeah. these updates. It's hard. <laughs> I apologize. So that was a Magic Band two that I wanted to get. We have outdated Magic Bands, but They're they fine. work. They still work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can you read it one more time? Sure. New Magic Band Plus designs include Ramon and Evangeline. So this is from Princess and the Frog. Those who are listening, it is Ramon is the the enchanted. The uh, the love struck firefly mm. and Evangeline is his love. Beautiful star. Mm-hmm. I want it to be true. I'm gonna say it's false, and I just would like to say before I that's my final answer. Mm-hmm. I would like to say I think it's because I think they're great. I don't know if those characters or even still that movie in general is popular enough to have them all right so i will it is a hot property and this is part of the reason why they're developing you know splash mountain into tiana's bayou adventure that is we just saw more tiana merch oh that's right oh my god what am i for food and wine so it is still a a pretty popular yeah it's more popular than i think it is i guess i'm i should apologize i mean it's it's pretty popular it's it's i don't think it's frozen you know but it's still pretty popular yeah anyway you are correct this is false i made this up and you're right. I did it because I was like, yeah, she would like this. So maybe yes. she'll say true. Yeah. <laughs> so, but there are, they did release like six new designs though. Is is any part of Tiana on? No, ma'am. There are two Guardians of the Galaxy bands, which look pretty cool. One of them has Groot on them. Two Avengers bands, and then two Main Street Electrical Parade bands. Oh, that's which, cool. Those look cool. And one of the purses, one of the Dooney and Burke purses that you liked at yes. the Dooney and Burke challenge that we did a couple weeks back, yes. listen to last week's episode, I think would go really good with it. I was just going to say, I that was if I was to get any of the purses that yeah. we did the challenge with, that yeah, that would have been the one. Yeah, I think it's a, maybe the Winnie the Pooh. Main Street Electrical Parade is just classic 
Disney magic. You know, when you're a kid and you see these like glowing, floating things coming down the street, it's it's nuts. I have to see that. I haven't experienced it. Yeah, it's only at Disneyland right now, but maybe That's, they'll bring it to Disney maybe, World. They gotta bring so. some nighttime parade. Something yeah. at night that would be so great, and just to switch up the fireworks. Yeah, they're cool. They are. We could, they're cool. It'd be cooler if you had them like a little less frequently. That's true. That's maybe true. Speaking of which, do you have any updates on Tiana? Splash Mountain? No updates on Tiana, sorry. Okay. I got nothing on her. I will say that D23 is next month. It's coming up pretty quick. Maybe we'll hear That's something right. then. Okay. Yeah. So these are fast, the Magic Band Pluses. You know they've been around for a while. They've been around since 2013, Magic Bands. Yeah. Not Magic Band Pluses. No, I'm sorry. Oh, Magic okay. Magic Bands have been around since yes. 2013. That sounds Coming correct. up on... 10 years now. Yeah. I like them. I think for like what you're doing in Disney, they make sense to me. Yeah. Like I get I get why they became a thing. I hope they stay. They almost went away. I so know. Bob Iger back in, it was like 2016, he wanted to make a shift towards like the mobile app because everyone has a phone and they all have RFID readers in them now. So he wanted to shift it more towards that. But it's definitely going back that other way with this new, there are new products, you know, the Magic Band pluses you know yeah i mean people are getting more into them but you're just i it's like you're moving so much it's i have to take something out of a thing yeah with kit like anytime yeah. i have to like even today i we dropped justin off for an eye appointment it was like oh i gotta go home because it's hot i gotta put the groceries in but that obviously means i gotta take one out of the car seat and then yeah. walk her in and then i have to immediately go back and put her put the groceries away, put it back in so like any less especially with yeah. kids less steps the magic band for getting in the parks and and lightning yeah. lanes definitely yeah, you get separated sense. from your party or you purposely and like you're like oh i want to get something to eat. i mean it just boom yeah, yeah. and that was I kind of the it. point it was to reduce some of these pain points like when you're taking out your wallet and things like that to make That's that a little it. bit easier yeah. and they were so excited about it you know how much they spent on developing this it's part of the the my magic plus system you know how much they spent on this <laughs> no a billion dollars that's the cost of this galaxy's edge they, they spent, spent that on Magic Bands. Yeah, on developing Magic Bands over the course of five years, 2008 to 2013, they worked on these. And they didn't even really fully implement it the way they wanted to. No, know? until late, till after. Well, even, it, it just didn't, like, you know when we were in line for a rock and roller coaster and it said, you know, Autumn playing Bethany, Connecticut. Yes. Like it knew where we were, you know? Yes. It was like a poster or when we were on Small World and it said, bye, Sandy. They kind of wanted that everywhere. Mm. But it's really just in a few places. Right. Right. We have our huh. magic bands. I hate, we'll just say, I'll say one more thing about magic bands. We got ours back in 2019, so they're three years old. And I noticed yeah. on our last trip, while they did open indoors, the long range battery is no longer working. Mm. So it didn't pull our photo pass videos and, and photos from most of the rides. Just Seven Dwarfs was the only one that worked. Oh, that it pulled it from, yeah. Yeah. So. But that's, I mean, that's a long, that's a long time. And I feel like most people are probably getting, there's a three year gap. Yeah. Oh, they're getting the new designs. Probably new ones. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or if you have young kids like us, we have a toddler. She loves jewelry. They're bracelets. That's true. She calls <laughs> hers a bra Mickey bracelet. All right, ready for the next headline. Headline number two. I am ready. All right. New Disney Dooney and Burke bags feature llamas. Incorrect. You mean a false. This is a false headline? False. This is a true headline. Oh. Yeah, do you know what the llama's from? The Emperor's New Groove? The Emperor's New that is Groove. That's old movie. That's the only movie I can think of with a llama. Yeah, 2000 it came out. 
They're bringing that back now? Almost 23 now. years later? Well, you know, Has that had last a year, well, last year they put it back in theaters. I think we even talked about it and then forgot about it instantly. But they <laughs> brought it back into theaters last year, 2021. I knew it was big. People really liked it when it came out. It, so well, it, it didn't do well. It didn't do well. But in 2021, when they re-released it, it only cleared like $300,000, which is not a lot of money. Um, no, three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's barely the house. That's nothing. <laughs> that's yeah. like, oh wow, no, that's that's. I didn't see it anywhere when it came out. I didn't see that. I didn't know it was. But just... yeah, it came out in two thousand. It made one hundred and seventy million worldwide. So like eighty, ninety in the U.S. and about that in okay. worldwide. But that's like, uh, for comparison, that's like the worst since the eighties in terms of animation, mm. in terms of the gross. It has eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so. That's the thing. Like every, the, like everyone I know that's seen that movie, yeah. like people feel strong. And it might have been like a lot of, also a lot of people didn't see it, but other yeah. people that saw it, it has a strong. Maybe it's like Man Hercules. Hercules I, yeah. didn't do well, but I think like the people that love Hercules are like this is yeah. highly underrated. That's a great movie. Yeah. So. So should we watch? Should we watch uh, the Emperor's New? Sure. Film? I've never seen it. I've always Maybe. like. Several times I've gone to watch it and I've never seen all of it through. So there's like a lot of it I know, like mm -hmm. I get or I can reference scenes, but I do need to sit down and see it all together. I just know David Spade is in it. David Spade. And I, I'm not a character. huge fan of David Spade without yeah. Chris Farley. Yeah. Like I like. <laughs> what are they? Yeah, he's I he's just not funny without Chris I Farley. Farley. <laughs> so we get in this Dooney and Burke bag. Do you have a picture of it? Let me see. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Kuzco. It does have a funky. Mm -hmm. That's right. It has a really good funky like, title song. Yeah. Well, that title song was actually nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah. It, yeah. That was, I remember that. The music. Didn't the win. But this is, okay. You know Sting is on that soundtrack too? Sting is? Yeah. No, this is a cute bag. I might get this bag. That's cute. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> number three? Yes. Headline number three. Mm-hmm. Bluey episode based on farting being held from release on Disney Plus. Stop it. <laughs> Read it again. Bluey episode based on farting. Farting. Far, far, farting. farting. Okay. Like, you like said gats. farting like maybe that. I don't know how to say that word. I guess. Farting? How do you say farting on a podcast? Farting. Farting. Okay. <laughs> so Bluey episode based on farting being held from release on Disney Plus. Disney. I mean, they, they, they have racier things. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they probably have already farted in that episode. Like that's a thing they would talk about. They mm. would like have a kind of, that would be it. the I haven't heard them bring up farting yet. Oh, maybe not. It's something Am that I they would... right farting. I'm I'm thinking too hard about it. Is it farting? Farting. 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 Not, I don't mean you hear it that way. It doesn't sound it. like cuz I think normally people say fart. Fart. They're talking about farts. Farts. That sounds better. Farts. I'd say farting too. What's H true? This is false. This is ah. false. Uh, I didn't completely make this up, though. There is an episode about fart, farts. Apparently, Bandit farted, and Chili, the mother, holds like a, a court kind of situation to determine if it's true that he farted. Oh. And they call it fluffing, apparently. It's fluffing. Fluffing. But anyway, <laughs> the grain of truth here is that it actually, this did not meet Disney Junior broadcast standards and practices. So they didn't air this broadcast. So oh. now they, they put Bluey on Disney Junior as well. It, they didn't air this one. It's so on they television. weren't sure if it was going to come to Disney or Plus or not. And they said, yeah, it's coming to Disney Plus. Yeah, I, I should have gone. But I'm like, that's the very, like, they're definitely. Disney is careful. 
I don't know. They are careful, but farting, like... I wonder if you're going to see Chris Hemsworth's butt when they release Thor, you know? Why would you not? On Disney Plus, because you subscribe to that and you can put locks on it. Which leads us into our next headline, actually. But I want to see Chris Hemsworth's butt, so... Here we go. Well, well, that might weigh into this next headline. (laughs) Headline number four. Disney will not release Thor Love and Thunder on Disney Plus. No, they couldn't do that. Why would they not do that? You're so mad about this. Why? This doesn't make sense. This, wait, this is their movie. They already made a butt ton of money on maybe it. Maybe it's the butt. Maybe it's the butt. Maybe it's a butt. Pun maybe intended. it's, you know, how like some of these stars are getting mad about not getting paid right. But it came out on theater first. It was a theatrical release. It was. It's been out for a bit now. Mm-hmm. Why? It didn't make sense why they wouldn't. This Taika, this like the is there something like where the because it's a different director? I no, write, they all have different. I write directors. highly suspect headlines, not highly suspect <laughs> full articles. <laughs> I want to say it's false, but something's telling me that I don't know. Like I don't know why they wouldn't release they, all the other movies, and and they're connected in some way. Yeah. So I feel like then you would be. So if you have Disney Plus, you'd be missing a whole movie. Yeah. They, it is a universe. Like, yeah. there's not, connection. Not all the Marvel movies are on Disney Plus, but you're right. Uh, a lot uh, of them. Small as well. Yeah. There's some, uh, like, the ones that, like, Sony released and things sh- like that. That's yeah. right. Because of licensing. Yeah. <sighs> I guess I got to see my gut. Something told me that that might be true. You're going with true on this one? Yeah. This one's false. It's coming to Disney Plus. <sighs> But you should be relieved because it is coming to Disney Plus. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. It is. This good. was really good. This is really good. You know when it's coming to Disney Plus? End of September? Ooh, the beginning of September, September 8th, which is about oh. seven weeks from its theatrical release. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth actually released this info. He tweeted it. They, you know, having the stars tweet it, which I think is. Oh, smart. that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do a Chris Hemsworth accent? I can't. That? You can't that's do shit. that. I can't do any. Oh, I can do a bandit. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're Australian. They're Australian uh, well, he's dog. an Australian cattle dog. I yeah. can do an Australian cattle dog. I can't do... I'm doing an Australian cattle dog. I can't do an Australian hunk. So, yeah. So, the, so September 8th. Do you know what September 8th is? Everyone knows what September 8th is. It's Disney Plus Day. Oh, is it? Yeah. What does that mean? Well, it's, it's <laughs> a special day for Disney Plus subscribers. Oh, well, Disney Plus came out... <laughs> In 20 or 21, right? Yeah. They have it's this only last been out year, for two though. years. They had this last year. They usually release a few things, you know, like the, a new series and new, new movie, shows. New release. shows. And then they actually had some perks going on in the parks for people, too. That's right. Here's a cool perk. You get in a half hour early if you're a Disney Plus subscriber. So it's like... In a, addition to, like, if you stay on site? Yeah. So if you stay in site, you're getting an in hour? an hour early. If you're off site, you get in just a half hour early if you're Disney Plus. That's a good. That's cool. I see what they're doing there. That was smart. That's cool. They knew it from the beginning. <laughs> like, they were gonna if, do, like that's that's. If, if I wasn't a Disney Plus subscriber and I was just down there, I would pay the nine dollars a month, whatever it is. So can you talk? Because we talk a lot about I buy the idea of rope dropping and when to be there. So how would this hour ahead impact rope dropping? Oh, it's huge! It's huge because you can experience like depending on which park you go to two or three headliners in that it, in a half hour sometimes. Sometimes like at Hollywood Studios, you can ride Rise of the Resistance because that actually opens before 
the rest of the park. If early, but if the park opens at 8.30, early entries at 8, Rise of the Resistance can be open at 7.40, 7.45. Right, so you get there then. Ride that. you can be there at 7.30. Run to Slinky Dog. You could be in line for Slinky Dog before Oh, that's easy. I think that's easily four rides if you're there. For now, maybe. Seven. It depends how many people do it. Because when you it, rope but... drop, that's, you can, I feel like, easily do three rides. You you're can right. rope drop and walk on. And this is September 8th. So crowd level is going to be pretty low. Yeah. This is one of the lowest weeks. They're dropping off in the next two weeks. Yeah, it's already been dropping off. August has been pretty good and September is going to be really nice I really, crowd levels. I, this is a plan. Justin and I really like, we would really like to go in September. Oh yeah, it'd be beautiful. Or, you know, it, but no, we can't <laughs> because we work in schools. So One day. Yeah, one day. All right. So that's all I got to say about Disney Plus and Chris Hemsworth. Well, those and all the highly suspect headlines. They were very good headlines. Thank you for, for bringing that up. I, I agree. I did a great job. They were the best, the brightest, the biggest. <laughs> the biggest headlines. <laughs> very bigly. We had some bigly headlines. All right, Justin. <clears throat> so I have four for you today. Four trivias? Four trivia. What do we call this segment? <laughs> a. Stumps. J. <laughs> which is where I, Autumn, tried to stump. My husband, Justin. She hasn't done it He's sitting right across from me. Mm -hmm. With trivia related to all things Disney, Disneyland, Disney World, Universal, Disney Plus, Disney Channel, etc. You name it, mm -hmm. I do it. A vain and fruitless endeavor, <laughs> I must say. Yeah, that's right. He gets he's all right all the time. Yep. And sometimes I've been moving more into doing themes with these. So having, a, having all four trivias, four to five trivias, sometimes I throw in a fifth relate but not all the time but i've been i, I like that idea so like i've been moving themes. into that that's not how we started though you know i like themes you do you you, you might say you like theme parks <laughs> so is the theme today taika waititi it is not okay. i thought about it that i have to do good. more work for that yeah. i that's not <laughs> i didn't have the time the theme for this week mm -hmm. the one the only country base <laughs> All right, are you ready? You know, I've, been, one? I've been pretty deep in the country bear. <laughs> I like had I, to. I've made like five liver lips McGraw <laughs> reels and YouTube shorts and TikToks and in the last great. week. Two of them like went a bit viral. Yeah, you should please. pretty good. At Easy Dizit on Instagram, y'all. You're listening. Go, go check yeah, them out. Check us out there. All right. So my first question for you is, speaking of, who is liver lips McGraw? What do you mean? He's, he's Lizzie. Like, tell he's, tell. He's a country. He's a country bear. He, mm -hmm. he plays a guitar. He's got big livery lips. He impersonates Elvis from time to time. He does. He likes to whittle. He's he's a country bear. He's a country bear. Perfect. Wait, Correct. that was a trivia question. Yeah, who is he? Tell oh, us who gosh. he is. Okay, softball. <laughs> well, we got to we got to start at some place. All right, ready for number two. Le, number two. Who is Liver Lips McGraw voiced by? Wow, I have no idea. I'm going. Oh. I have no idea. I'm gonna. It's Danny Haskins. Incorrect. That was uh, that Mel, just a name. Mel, Mel Blank. <laughs> Mel Blank. No. Nope. That's all I got. I don't know who. The, I don't think I know who this is. Jimmy Stoneman. Jimmy Stoneman. I was close. Does his dude does his voice in song? <laughs> that was really close. Yes. <laughs> all right. Are you ready for number three? Yes, number three. Okay, number three. So believe it or not, back in 2002, a film came out about the country bears. I, I do believe that. Called the country bears. Because I have seen that. Oh, you have seen that? I, have seen that. I would love to check it out. So it was 
popular. It came out. It did very poorly. No one likes this movie. Yeah. Well, okay. So I guess we have to because it can be. So it's hard because like a movie cannot gross a lot of money, uh-huh. but it might also still be popular. Maybe you don't think both of, like I don't know if those are what is that possibly like, like like will you call them like a like, cult classic? If might you not like make a ton of money, but does very well and people keep watching. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't pop- one of those either. No. This right. is, no one likes this movie. Oh, well, okay. So anyway, so a movie came out based on the experience of the country bears. Kind okay? of, sort of, yeah. It was the third film okay. based off of a Disney tra- attraction. So this is the third film based off of, there's a Disney attraction first, yeah. and then they made a film off of Up it. Up in 2002. Got it. No, period. At this point, it was uh, the yeah. third film to be based was- off of, this was in 2002. Yeah. Got it. Okay. What are the other two? Mm-hmm. Films that were based off of attractions. So this is way before Jungle Cruise, so we can't do Jungle Cruise. But, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean came out, I want to say, in like 99 or 2001. So one of them's got to be Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-mm. No. Re- let me okay. rephrase it. The Country Bears film was mm-hmm. the third film to be made based off of a Disney attraction. Yeah. What were the other two? Is it in Pirates of the Caribbean is not one of them. Was it? No. Okay, so that must have been after 2002. I might be off on my timeline there. Because yeah, Pirates was more like... That was a movie based on the attraction. 2007? Oh. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you've got Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. But that movie was made first. And then they... No? No. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. No. I'm sorry. That was... Sorry. 1971 in Disney you're right, World. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. Is that not on the list either? It's not on the list. Okay. Now. So that must have been after. Okay. Wow. These are tough. Okay. There's nothing for Small World. Peter Pan was a movie before it was an attraction. Think of Hollywood Studios. There's a hint. I don't need hints. Oh. Oh. Hollywood Tower Terror featuring Steve Gutenberg. There you go. <laughs> what, do you know what the other one was? I'll give you half a point. No, 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 I got this. Yeah. What year was Tower of Terror, the movie? I, I think like 2000 or 1999. It was went straight to TV. Yeah, I never, I didn't see it. You did. You watched it with me. I made did Steve we? Gutenberg jokes the entire time. You uh, laughed at every one of them. It was very good. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 10 more seconds. There's Nine, a timer on this? Eight. Oh, that's cold. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Ah! Mission to Mars. It's Mission to Mars and Tower of Terror. So wait a No. Mission... Oh, yeah, it did. It did. Mission to Mars is 2000, and the, the ride was like 2003. That's right. But it wasn't based on it. It shared a name, but it wasn't actually based on the IP. I'm pretty sure it wasn't actually based on Based the off of a Disney attraction. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mission to the Mars and Tower of Terror. No, the movie came out in 2000, and the ride came out in 2003. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Mission to Mars, not Mission Space. Correct. Mission to Mars, got it, which is a defunct attraction, no longer. Defunct anywhere? Yeah, yeah no, that one's gone. Oh. Yeah, and I think that replaced Mission to the Moon, which is like the original Tomorrow. Oh, wow. Attraction. Okay. Oh, that's sad. Justin, allow me to clarify some of the details you have muddled. Mission to Mars was an attraction located in Tomorrowland at Disneyland and at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. 
It originally opened as Rocket to the Moon at Disneyland in 1955, and as Flight to the Moon in Walt Disney World on Christmas Eve 1971. It was retooled to the Mars version in 1975. It then closed down in 1992 and 1993, respectively. The attraction simulated taking guests on a space trip to the moon or Mars. All right, I didn't do too well there. That's a tough, that's a, that's a tough question. It's All crazy right, are you that ready? that's like, yeah, you got to think about before Haunted Mansion. Movie. Which is, yeah, yeah time-wise, that's an old, that's old. Only, only Diz nerds <laughs> would know that. All right, you ready for the last one? The Country Bear Jamboree features how many audio animatronic bears? So this is kind of tricky because there are there are multiple animatronics of the same character. So I'm not quite sure if you want like the number of characters or you want the actual number of audio animatronics. I can't answer either one of them precisely, but one's going to be bigger. How than many total bears are in the show? How many bears? Mm-hmm. There's three there. Three and then one and then <laughs> five. And then, yeah, this is interesting. I was like surprised at the number. I'd say 12. 13. I want to, uh, 13's my final answer. 13's your final answer. Incorrect. It's 15, isn't it's not it? Not a bad guess. It's 18. 18. There's 18 bears. Individual bears or animatronics? Individual bears. Individual oh. bear animatronics. They're all animatronics. Yeah, but like they'll appear in different places. 18 audio animatronics. The, the total show the has 18 devices. individual bears. Devices. Different bears. Okay. Different bears. But animals. probably 13 characters. No, eight. <laughs> Okay. 18. <laughs> All right. All right. So I 18. was right. So basically I was right. I get so, it. So what did you think of the Country Bear Jam theme they were, trivia? They were great. They were great. Thank you. Yeah, it was cool. I was curious. I was like, yeah, uh, like about the number and the history there with the movie, which I have not seen. Yeah. It's it's not good. Country Bear. Like this kid wants to save the, this kid bear wants to save the, the theater. They're like gonna, the theater's gonna get destroyed and the kid has to like revive the country bears, brings it back. Oh, that's how he saves the theater. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't remember it really that well. I think I fell asleep during this one as well. I'll watch right, it again. I'll have to check it out. Maybe one will like it. Yeah, we watched it in like 2019 before going. Oh man, I don't remember. Yeah, that was very not memorable. I don't remember life before the pandemic though either. <laughs> it's gone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, so that is our, we did our news. And we did our trivia. Yeah. And now let's do the part of the show where we open up the mailbag. Mailbag. What do we have? We have an iTunes review. Yay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. A special thanks to Adrian G for giving right. us this iTunes review. Thanks, Adrian. And actually, I know Adrian G. She is a she is a fellow a travel agent with Unlocking the Magic Travel. I didn't have to pay her for this review, though. Usually I do pay for my reviews. She did this one for free, which is very nice. But yeah, definitely check out Adrian G on, on Instagram. She's at your Disney coach. And I, I just love the name. Yeah, that's great. Because I love that philosophy. Like, I'm going to help you through this process. You know, that's kind of what both of us do, you know, yeah, that's in, in our professional work too. You know, like I was a parent trainer. I'm not here to tell you how to be a parent. I'm trying to, I'm here to, to help you with this particularly difficult or challenging situation that, that you you're have. in right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you as like a, a as a, th- a social worker, therapist. But- yeah, I'm not, I can't tell you what to do, Cam. I, it's all you, but I'm here to support and, and give you some tools. Yes. Give you some tools. And I love the coach model for that because I think people are more accepting to be helped when it's that kind of model instead of just being told what to do. Like here in terms of, you know, Disney planning, here are the best restaurants, go to these. 
You know, I think what, what Adrian's doing here is more of like, here are my thoughts, tell me what you think and we'll work together. Yes. Anyway, and oh, and the other piece of it is like, it's an empowering piece. It's like, you can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, this is confusing, but you can do this. Right, this, when you do something for someone that takes away a bit of like confidence in their ability to at some point feel like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. I always would say, especially when I was working with families in their homes, like my goal is to work myself out of a job. And that's really, right? Yeah. And that's really, that's the point. <laughs> so she, she posts this great content. There's one here. It says, parenting at Disney may look a bit different than everyday parenting, and that's okay. And she says in the text, she said, basically, don't worry about other parents judging you, right? right? You might not always be as consistent on vacation as you are at home. And God forbid, you know, you give into a tantrum. And like, like, fine, you know? And this is like, this yeah. is golden advice, honestly. Yeah. Because, you know, these tantrums, you know, when a kid has a tantrum, they're trying to communicate something, right? Which generally means that they they don't have the ability or the tolerance skill to communicate it appropriately. Right. That's going to take some time. To develop. To develop. And you're not going to do it in the queue for Thunder Mountain Don't Railroad. do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to no, happen. They're going to have it even if they are not 85% of the time really yeah. great, which is pretty high for kids, yeah. even adults. 85% of the time is very, very high. And, and certainly if it's something that, you know, children learn these things at different stages, you know, that maybe there is some more work, you know, that and practice that, that you both need, that you can kind of maybe come up with a more tentative plan for when you do travel, you know, yeah. so some some modified some modified version. Yeah, there are some episodes you can go back and listen to for some advice on, uh, on mm-hmm. avoiding and handling tantrums inside Disney World, and I think we should revisit that. I, I, yeah, I, and there's, there's so many different questions and angles you can ask and, mm-hmm. and we talk have a, about different. Versions. We have a better microphone now, so mainly, most importantly, episode twenty nine: Practice to prevent tantrums at Disney with visual stories presents a skill building strategy. Episode 8 presents some preventative strategies and episode 9 presents some reactive strategies for tantrums. I agree, these topics could use a fresh look. Anyway, I think we're supposed to be talking about this review. I just started talking about how great her Instagram is, which it is. You should check it out at your Disney coach on Instagram. But she wrote us a really nice review too. Uh, Says, definitely worth listening to. Do you agree with that, Autumn? I would say we're definitely a little worth listening. I think we give, I think we're a little bit, at least a bit entertaining. And I think we, I think we give some helpful information. You should write a review for us on iTunes, Autumn. (laughs) Could you put that in iTunes? We give some information. (laughs) So it says, definitely worth listening to. Such a fun, helpful Disney podcast. Totally here for it. Keep putting them out there, guys. And I I think we will. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I like that last sentence. We really appreciate that because... Sometimes we're like, do we? Should we? Are people like secretly hoping that we stop? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? If like all, the listeners, the weekly listeners we do have, were really just listening to see if like this you're is the one they're, they're going to call it. They're going to call it this week. This is it. We're at, we're ending. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not going to stop. Not yet. <laughs> Can't stop. Won't stop. All right. So stick around for our interview with Dan about the director Taika Waititi. It's, it was a fun fun interview fun good stuff good yeah stuff. i think that'd be great and justin i think it might be good do you want to highlight some of i don't know some of the upcoming things in the next few months people you'll be meeting interviews trips things like that just to put it out there so people have some some things to on the easy Diz 
forecast? On the you want the easy discast? Easy disc easy discast. Okay, so I am working on laying out our Genie Plus experience. Mm -hmm. I want to break that down because it was at least to be interesting. I don't know how helpful it will be, but I think it, it's interesting to see like how it was used, what we were able to do, what some of the limitations were. Yeah. I'd like to do that. We have some guests, you know, that uh, pretty exciting guests. Yeah, some pretty exciting guests <laughs> that have agreed to do the interview, haven't recorded anything yet. So who knows? We'll just keep it. Yeah, we'll just say very exciting guests. Very exciting, you know, guests, possibility situations. Justin will be taking a trip in the fall to Orlando. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm going in November, <laughs> not in the fall. I'm going in the first week of November. I'm going that's to Universal fall. Orlando. So I have been reading the unofficial guide to Universal Orlando, which is pretty good. There's a lot of overlap there with the unofficial Disney guide, which I also have. I'm a big, big fan of these books. Um, but yeah, so I'm reading through Universal Orlando. I'm excited to, because it's been a long time since I've been there. I've never okay. done the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, so that's going to be awesome. And Modelli. And yeah, that's going to be great. So there will be more Universal content in the coming weeks as well, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. And we'll keep you posted. Also, there are things that are more in the works, and we'll we'll keep you posted. But I think sometimes it's nice to hear what we're working on so people can, can know to tune in. Yeah, that's a great idea. So as always, thank you all. I think you're going to love the interview with Dan that's coming up. And stay tuned. We'll be here with you next week. And again, we'll be talking a little bit more about Genie Plus. All right. Bye, everyone. All right, welcome back, Danny Kay. I was saying this the other day. I may have started this podcast, at least in part, so I can talk to Dan on the internet. <laughs> and this this will be, I believe, his third appearance. So he's quickly becoming the Tom Hanks of the Easy Dizzy podcast. Yeah, welcome, Dan. Thanks for coming back what, again. What a compliment. That guy was fantastic in the Elvis movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't see the Elvis movie. Did you see that? I haven't. I haven't either. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw it out there. I actually heard that him playing whatever his name Elvis is Colonel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that he was like one of the weirder parts. And mm. we know it's a Bob's Lerman flick. Mm. So there's probably something to it. But to hear Tom Hanks is off-putting because he's like one of the most charming actors yeah. on planet Earth. It's like, yeah. what the? Gorge. I, I think I heard a review and they, I guess the guy was a creep. Like his agent was a creep and he leaned pretty hard into the creep vibe. Oh, well, I guess if you got, if you got to lean into the creep, you might as well pick Tom Hanks to do it. Yeah, didn't he like live in a box for three months when he did uh, <laughs> put himself in a box and didn't eat anything except grass for three months when he did that island movie? So Castaway. Yeah, Castaway. He just he only talked really? to volleyball and <laughs> that's his it's his method. So I wonder what he did I, for this Elvis movie. I didn't think that Tom Hanks was a uh, method actor. Oh yeah. Oh, he's famous. Really? For living in boxes and talking. To, I, I I don't know actually. Did he did he go back to the eighth grade for when he was in big <laughs> and pretend he was thirteen years old again? He did. He hung out with a lot of middle schoolers for that. Oh, what a nightmare! Middle schoolers are the worst people. You know, every like every time I look at my middle school yearbook picture, I realize that that is the truth. It's like, oh. I was a terrible person. Everyone on this page was a terrible person. We were all having a bad time. <laughs> right, and it's and it's weird, right? Because like you don't realize what a jerk you are when you're like 11, 12, 13 nope. years old. No, nope. but you know absolutely gorge, right? But yep. you think you're like hot, and it's like, man, I don't know how my parents put up with me. I was yeah. such a 
Gorsh. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I had my mullet and my, my dyed oh, blonde man. mullet. Yeah. Well, those are back. Well, I would have been real cool. They weren't they weren't in style when I had it. So oh, that's too bad. <laughs> that's the nightmare. I didn't even know I had it. One per one day someone told me I had a mullet. I'm like, what's a mullet? <laughs> you didn't know you had a mullet? I didn't know I had a mullet. No one told me. Did you have a rat tail? I did have a rat tail prior to oh. the mullet. That was first grade. Oh. I had a rat tail. Yeah. A beaded Oof. rat tail. Oh my lord. Yeah, I continue. I've I've always been this cool. <laughs> On the same trend your whole life. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so I thought I'd say, you know what? I just so we saw we saw Thor, Love and Thunder, Autumn and I in the theater. And I mm-hmm. really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was I loved it. Yeah. You enjoyed it too? And so good. I'm like, you know what? I gotta talk to Dan about this. And I gotta talk to Dan about Taika Waititi, who mm-hmm. directed the movie. Mm-hmm. And you said, Yeah, I know that guy. I like that guy. So he's like he's one of my absolute favorites. He's mm-hmm. I mean, and he's like so hot right now. And I know that they've got there's been some backlash, right? If you were reading into that at all, did you see that? No, not so much. No. Tell me about this. You didn't see any of the backlash. So like, you know, because like so Taika, as you know, plays Korg, or he's the voice of Korg. Yes, the large and stone so, gentleman. Yeah, so him and Tessa Thompson with the Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. are supposed to be gay characters right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like people are upset that there's gay characters in the thing but it's like guess what there's gay people <laughs> like yeah. why are you upset but it's Wait. like the same thing it's it's like people that are upset that that gay characters are in the movie or that they're played by ostensibly no no, no that they're in the movie like, oh, okay, they're okay. Like, so, yeah so that was one of the things like i saw a tweet yeah, like like toxic fandom where a guy was like, Tyke is going out of his way to ignore heteronormative ideas. Jeez and it was like, Louise. who the, who cares? <laughs> like, that bothers you that much? But I thought, I mean, I don't, and we do spoilers on this, right? Correct me yeah, if I'm spoilers wrong. are fine. Spoilers are fine, yeah. So uh, I thought that was one of the funnier scenes because Korg is talking about how they procreate. Yes. And he's yes. like, you, you find another uh, male Korg. You hold hands over a lava pit until, uh-huh. you know, a, a new cord comes out, right? And one month later. <laughs> and Right. So they show him with his boyfriend or whatever. And he's like, I found a man. His name was Dwayne. Dwayne. And he had yeah. the big, like, the Freddie Mercury mustache. Yes. And that made, that made me wonder if that was, like, not a dig, but, like, at The Rock, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's yeah. a rock person and his name is Dwayne. Sure. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? So maybe it was, like... A, a subtle reference to him you know what i mean which i thought was funny but like i said it kept, it's like 69 percent rotten tomatoes and that doesn't necessarily mean anything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but critics didn't like it i thought it was hysterical the goats yeah. the, the yeah. gigantic goats and the noise that they made yeah 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 that was so funny like yeah i, I don't understand i i understand the backlash but i don't understand like these the hill that these people are willing to die on you know, yeah. to make it seem like it's a gorge movie. Yeah. So let's go to the goats for a second, because okay. Right. Okay. so the, the goats make like an irritating screaming noise. Right. And then right. it's repeated throughout the movie as and this is this is a comic device, right? Like this is a it, this is like a form of a callback, would you say? I've, yeah, definitely. OK. And so but I was primed differently. I, I think I don't know who I heard. I was listening probably to another podcast and they said that the goats were annoying. So I went into this movie waiting for like annoying goats. And I feel like that kind of ruined it a little bit for me. 
but I didn't find them annoying, and I chuckled no. every time they screamed. Mm-hmm. And when they crash into that planet, the small planet, mm-hmm. like they think it's they think it's cl- like further away than it really is. Yes. yes. And then the noise they make when they crash into the planet, it was so funny. It was like, funny. And I think like it's one of those things where because I think Tyke is brilliant, right? Yeah. So he's also kind of realizing he likes to poke the bear, for lack of a better term. You know, That's... the bear. I Go ahead, sense what were we that. Say? No, yeah, I yes. sense that. I sense that in his in in this movie one hundred percent, which mm-hmm. I love it when people poke the bear. But I also know, and like one of the reasons, I, one of the things I'd like to talk about today is he's slated to make a Star Wars movie. So we mm-hmm. get this bear poking director who likes these like <laughs> quasi farcical movies, or you know, like there's a little bit of like Naked Gun I feel in these movies, you know? Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely a little bit. I mean. I wouldn't say that Thor is Leslie Nielsen or anything or Frank <laughs> no. Trevin, you know what I mean? But they, they use, I think there's a great balance mm-hmm. for, because someone's like, oh, Thor is so ridiculous, I can't take him seriously. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, he's like, he's a Norse god, you mm-hmm. know, where they play him off as a space Viking mm-hmm. or an alien or whatever it may be, which is fine. But it's like, you know, just like, I like to let, I think we talked about this, I like to let a movie wash over me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I want to try and go in without any preconceived notions, mm-hmm. which is always hard because I always watch the trailers. And like mm-hmm. now they got they're doing San Diego Comic Con, and they got like a poster for Ant Man and the Quantum Mania. So they got you know his daughter Cassie Lang is going to be like a wasp type character, and then they had the guy that's going to be playing Kang the Conqueror in the back of the poster. Oh, uh, so yeah, yeah, know. yeah. So people so are like going nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people are going nuts. That. Yeah, so it's and I'm like I'm trying I'm not trying to avoid it, but it's like you know getting ready for this. I'm charging my phone. I'm flipping through social media, and like they got the tr- the new uh, trailer for She-Hulk, and at the very end of the trailer, and I'm getting like goosebumps talking about this. What a geek I am! Uh, Daredevil hops hops on the rooftop, and you don't get to see his face. And Daredevil's like one of my favorites. I, I love oh. that dude. Yeah, Wait. so I'm excited. Was he played by Ben Affleck? Was that Affleck? Is that a thing? No, I, he was. But he's he no was. longer. He, they, they, because they had him in, in Spider-Man, right? Was, but it was a different yeah. actor. Yeah, I, I think his name's Charlie something. Charlie Cox. Does Charlie, that make any sense? Not Ben Affleck Cox. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Ben Affleck Daredevil movie is absolute dog. Gorge. It's so bad. <laughs> but what's his name was great as Kingpin, Michael Clark Duncan. Do you remember that? The first Daredevil with. Um, I didn't see it. I didn't ben see Aff- it. Oh, yeah. so the Ben Affleck Daredevil has his ex-wife. I can't think of her name. She was alias Jennifer Garner. Okay. And and then the Irish actor, he played Bullseye. And I can't think of his name, but it'll probably come to me. What was he in? Oh, he was just played the Penguin in Batman. What's his goddamn name? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh. Um, I'm going to reel you Michael back Clark into Duncan. I gotta, I, we, we're five steps removed from Thor now. I got to reel you back <laughs> I know I can't, I can't help up. myself. I can't keep. I up. can't help myself. And I'm, I got ADHD, man. So this is like. <laughs> Do you really? Oh yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, and Isn't it's that, the but like it's the weekend too. You're not a hyper too. person. You're not oh, a hyper person. I'm uh, primarily inattentive subtype. Yeah. Oh, got it. Got it. I'm, I'm yeah, the, I don't know. I just. I do get hyper though. In social situations, I get hyper. Okay. Like when you go to the soup stock or whatever it is. Yeah. When I go to soup stock, I just <laughs> gorge. Wow. <laughs> parties man part like if i host a party i like i get real hyper and it's 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 exhausting it's exhausting yeah 
<laughs> but anyway, enough about my mental anyway. health. So, okay. So Taika Waititi, he's got like mm-hmm. this style, right? And it's, it's, he can be silly, right? I think. And, mm-hmm. and that's, I think he did this with Thor, right? Uh, Autumn saw Christopher Hemsworth without a lot of clothes in this movie. So yeah. I think that might have something to do with the fact that she went back and watched the old Thor movies. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm watching him with her. I'm, you know, seeing him. And his, I, I forgot how different his character was in those older movies, like the 2011 Thor. He was very serious, and that, dour. Yeah. And, and Kenneth Branagh directed that. And he's a great, he's a great actor. He's directed movies before, but usually it was like Shakespearean. So mm-hmm. it was almost kind of like a Shakespearean. And like you could say that any story is Shakespearean, kind of, sort of, because he did it all. You know what I mean? Right. But the idea of like, you know, the father's involved and then his brother is a piece of shit trying to kill him and do all this stuff behind the scenes. So it made sense, but he doesn't, he's not as funny as Taika. And I think that that's what's really made these last two movies so good. Like Thor The Dark World was like, it's it's a mess as far as I'm concerned. I'm not sure the last time that you watched it, but like the ether, because that was when they were still trying to put together the Infinity Gauntlet and the stones. Right. So right. the ether that was in Thor was supposed to be the reality gem, but yeah. it, like it didn't make didn't, any sense to me. I didn't make it through this one actually. So Autumn did watch it, but I, I didn't make it through it entirely. But I did realize that this is one I haven't seen yet, and mm-hmm. so I'd probably go back and watch that one. But would you say he's more of that same kind of dour character, like like the straight man? Yeah, they try to they try to make him funny, mm-hmm. and Chris Hemsworth is funny, and I think that's one of the things that Taika kind of leans on. Yeah, that this guy has great comedic timing because that was another bit that I loved from the movie um, when Molinier comes back, when mm-hmm. Mighty Thor comes in, with Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. and he's so happy to see the hammer, yeah. but then come to find out that they're both like somewhat sentient. Yeah, and the big <laughs> Stormbreaker comes in and it's like staring at him, and he just goes, "What?" What would I do? Those interactions were some of my favorite parts in the movie. Just his like jealous relationship with Molinier and, and Stormbreaker. It was just great. It was great. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's super silly, but that's like Taika's style, kind of like like you were saying. And you know, you touched upon him doing his Star Wars movie, right? Mm, what's going to happen there? Like, because I feel like like comic book fans. I, and I don't know tons about this, but I feel like, you know, well, and you have different camps anytime there's fandom, but I see, I just see like there's more openness in the comic book f- room than the mm-hmm. Star Wars room. I, I don't know. I, Star Wars people strike me as very rigid in their ideology. Well, so like, what's his name? Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. He made the best, he made the best of that most recent trilogy, mm-hmm. in my opinion, Last Jedi. Because he told an original story, right. which made Star Wars guys lose their minds. Yeah, yeah. Like even friends of mine who like we share the same level of Star Wars fandom, were like, "Yeah, it's the worst movie I've ever seen." I was like, "It's the best one easily." Because whatever the last, the third one was. Yeah. Like, I I think the test for me for a movie is rewatchability. How many times is like, oh yeah, you yeah, know what? I'd like to see true. that again. Yeah. Like Pulp Fiction, I've seen, I can't even tell you how many times, but like Star Wars movies specifically. Um, so everyone hated Ryan Johnson because he took a chance yeah. and went kind of, you know, you don't have to be a member of the Skywalker family to be a great Jedi. Right. And that was kind of the point that right. he made. Right. So if Taika writes the screenplay, which most likely he will, or at least have a hand in it. Yeah. 
I'm not sure where it's going to pick up or where it's going to take off or who the characters are necessarily going to be. But that's what, like, I guess it's kind of fascinating, but it's like, once again, one of those things where I'm just going to wait for it to come out and then I'm going to go see it yeah. and enjoy it based upon a new type of Star Wars movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I know you will, but uh, mm. it does seem to me that, like, Star Wars fans and not all star wars fans but a lot of like what you get from reading things on the internet is they mm. kind of want to see the same movie they want to watch the same star wars movie even with the um so that there's this galactic star cruiser right uh, right the the two-day larping experience basically in disney world okay uh, and even people talking about the commercials that came out and admittedly they were there were some like poorly produced commercials maybe commercials produced by people who don't know anything about star wars but they mm complained about you know this doesn't this doesn't look like this isn't the gritty star wars that we love and they're so tied to like this aesthetic of what they think mm -hmm. a star wars movie should be that maybe they're not thinking like this is a luxury cruise liner built 400 years before <laughs> the battle of yavin like right at the height of the old republic like it actually should be fancy as crap and look a little bit different than what you're used to seeing in star wars right so, but it's not Star Wars. No, that's it doesn't feel like Star Wars, you know. So they wanted to stay in the Millennium Falcon, right? Exactly. Essentially is what Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you know, maybe so and that's the thing though too, right? Like it's it's always tweaking, especially if it's something that you're trying to sell to the masses. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you get to stay on the whatever, the Galactic Scar Cruiser, whatever yes. it may be. Yes. Um and so it's like you know they do those like focus troop groups or send you an email yeah. and it's like tell yeah. us what you like about this and like yeah. we want to live in han solo's house <laughs> and it's like you know what i mean and it's and i and i get it i i get it but like i think we've said this i know i say this to my friends all the times fans ruin everything right <laughs> we so yeah like you know like people that that's why like celebrities or like musicians i think of specifically are like you know are terrified of their fans because like they see them as this like something that's not almost like beyond human do you know what i mean mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. like I'll, I'll use the beatles as a for instance like just like all the stuff that they created you know paul mccartney's kind of the the last beetle because ringo's not doing it, as far as i know that he's, um, he's come out and said it as like stop stop sending me emails no more <laughs> i'm done right but it's like i would who would not kill to see Ringo and McCartney and then, you know, Dave Grohl and yeah. some other guy, you know, but like fans have a tendency to ruin everything. They like you, you'll hear a lot of like, you know, toxic fans. This movie ruined my childhood. And it's like, well, how the f gosh, did that happen? <laughs> like, how did it ruin your childhood? You're an adult, you know, like, did they go back in time? No, they didn't. They, it's a movie came out. And you didn't even have to go see it if you didn't want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, grow yeah. the gorge. Yeah. And it, I, I think any, like, expansion of a universe is fine. There's this meme-type image on the internet. It's like, think of Star Wars as a restaurant. You go in, mm -hmm. you order what you like off the menu, you don't eat what you don't like, and mm -hmm. you don't complain to the chef. It's, <laughs> you know, like, don't watch that movie. Right, and it's like, it, it's an interesting analogy because like in the middle of your Star Wars meal and you try to send it back and mm -hmm. it's just like, oh yeah, well guess what? We're going to spit in your Star Wars before we send it back to you, okay? And we're going to heat it up in the microwave and you get, the plate's going to be hot and go <laughs> gorge yourself. No, so like you were trying to compare the comic books 
to the Star Wars, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, comic books have been around, you know, it's a, for instance, Superman, like the, the 30s, you know, late 30s. Mm-hmm. So we're dealing with, like, almost 90 years of storytelling and characters and people that you can introduce into this world, right? Right. So, like, you just said, like, 400 years before the Battle of Yavin, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, in this, in the Luke Skywalker, the Skywalker you know, realm. You've got the, well, I won't say the original trilogy, but like, you know, what's the first one? Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the family. So you got those three, and then you got the original trilogy. So it's like, it's the timing. So they're supposed to, he's supposed to be 18, right? Luke's supposed to be 18 right. in New Hope. Right. So there's just this finite amount of time that, you know, you can work with. Yeah. So then when you're like, all of a sudden, you're telling these stories and all these characters like within months mm-hmm, or a couple mm-hmm. of years mm-hmm. and it's supposed to take place and it's just like no no it's <laughs> like i loved kenobi i thought kenobi was incredible yeah. did you see kenobi yeah, yeah i love kenobi yeah so ewan mcgregor is perfect yeah you know what i'm saying i He's think he perfect obi-wan kenobi i saw him turn oh. into alec guinness you know, like, I think he was, he did, like, it was a seamless kind of transition, you know, and I, I know he put a lot of work into it and it wasn't obvious to me what he was doing until I read about it. And I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, he is. I when going back and watch the original trilogy. He, he did a really good job with that. Yeah, he because he's a great actor. He doesn't take you out of it. I, they made Darth Vader as scary as he's ever been. Mm-hmm. I love those last, you know, saber fights. Mm hmm. And, you know, but once again, it ruins the canon if you're going to, like, get into that that level. Because yeah. it's like the, the first time they meet in the movies is they're two old men having a saber fight. And they haven't seen each other in years. Do you know right. what I mean? Right. So now it's like Obi-Wan Kenobi has met Leia. Yeah. You know, he's, he can see Luke. You know, he's fighting Vader. And it's like, even though this, you know, 10 years... It's still, it, that's not a lot of time. When you think about how fast but do you time think, is I mean, it still, it still lines up though, right? Like that's how Leia knew who he was. And uh, I mean, Luke knew about old Ben Kenobi. He knew there was a, a hermit. Right, you know? a crazy old hermit. Yeah. But it's, it's just to me, like when I'm thinking about it, when I'm watching it, the fight that they have, you know, where it's like the janky, like, yes. you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, they were a thousand years old. It makes it seem like they haven't seen each other in 40 years. Do you got know it. what I mean? Yeah, I got you. So now it's you. like, it's like you just saw him on vacation like a couple of months ago. Ten, Do you know what I mean? 10 years, maybe? Yeah. So like 10 years, like the old, the older you get, you realize how 10 years That's isn't right. a lot of time. That's you know true. What I mean? So, but like, once again, like kind of what I'm trying to say is you have to just put it aside yeah. and just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. I agree. And that's, Yeah. But I mean, I'm a massive type of fan, like bringing it all the way back around. What we do in the shadows is so movie. good. And I love it. I like it more than the show. And my friends get mad at me. And I love Matt Berry to death. Yeah. But yeah, the movie, the movie was so, and that's just my style of humor, like dry British humor, Fly to the Concords. Yeah. Because I know that he was buddies with them. He directed a couple episodes. And I think he wrote some of the stuff. So uh, what we do in the shadows is a like mockumentary style comedy you know, film that I could direct it about vampires. And then there's also mm-hmm. a series following mm-hmm. the same concept. And I think both are quite good. Both are quite good. 
They're both, and they're both in their own right. But like I said, I love the movie. But yeah, it's a, it's like Spinal Tap with <laughs> vampires. And Spinal Tap's one of my favorite movies. And like, it's all like comedy directors' favorite movie. Like, uh, what's it called? Zoolander, Ben Stiller. Like, they everyone refers back to that as like the the ultimate. It's the funniest movie they've ever seen before. And Taika's the same way. But Taika always tells stories with heart. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like him so much. So like, it's such he a good balance a, between that like yes. silly, stupid thing, but also meaningful, emotional, real human experience stuff. Did you see? I I think we talked about it last. Maybe we didn't. Uh, Boy, his first his first movie that was kind of like semi autobiographical. I didn't. No, I didn't. So it's about a young boy growing up in New Zealand whose father's kind of not around, and it yeah. takes place in the eighties. And then Taika plays the father. So he just got out of prison and he's yeah. there with like his boys and it's, it's touching. And you know, you realize that he kind of doesn't have any reverence for his father because his father wasn't around. His father was kind of a piece of gore. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, he tells this like heartwarming story. That's also like funny, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's, it's he, tone or like hunt for the wilder people's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I, with the, there's a few I want to see. So boy is definitely on the list. And then Jojo rabbit as well. Yes, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. So yeah, those and so and in Jojo Rabbit, he plays Hitler. He plays yes. an, a boy's imaginary Hitler. Kind well, of so like, yeah, the the kid in the movie, he's you know he's growing up you know in Nazi Germany, mm-hmm. and he's like in the Hitler youth camps, mm-hmm. and so he has this idealized version of Hitler that's played by Taika. Mm-hmm. So whether you know this or not, Taika's mother is jewish yes yeah so one of the things one of the things that they work with and is is as he starts to realize that the nazis are wrong this kid the, his idealized version of hitler starts to like getting chinks in the armor uh, you know what i mean so uh-huh. it's changing every time he shows up because there's a, a little jewish girl that because his mother is secretly working for the resistance oh was that a spoiler wait <laughs> don't spoil this one don't spoil this one <laughs> i didn't say anything Okay, it's it's great. It's really good. Some people are like, he made Hitler funny, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, because he's taking the piss out of him. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. trying to make him like soften right. your idea of Hitler. Yeah, um, I was yeah. just watching I something mean, about him. He's like, I started to do research on Hitler. I, I looked at uh, put some books in my cart on Amazon, but I didn't want to spend any money on that. And then I decided I didn't want to research Hitler, and I was kind of just gonna make fun of him. <laughs> That's probably the right approach. We know, we know everything we need to know about Hiller. It was a piece of (laughs) gorge, plain and simple. And he made a good point too. It's like, well, like it wasn't like the Hitler he was playing was like the Hitler in a young boy's imagination, who probably won't have a very accurate and historical account of Hitler himself, even if he did live in you know Germany contemporaneously. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a really. I think it's on HBO Max, so it's. You know, I, I'm not sure you're flying down to Bush Gardens. Uh, driving, driving. Ooh, so yeah, you yeah. don't want to put that on the TV <laughs> as you're driving. Let's drive right off a bridge. <laughs> so, so what? What's your prediction? Oh, one more thing about Taika. And so, did you hear he he asked Natalie Portman because she was in Thor: Love and Thunder as well. He's like, would you ever consider being in a Star Wars movie? <laughs> I did, and she was like, <laughs> sure, right? Didn't she say something like that? She was, she was on board. Yeah, I think she mentioned she was in it. She had been in a Star Wars movie previously. <laughs> I uh, like, did I think I tried to watch Revenge of the Sith recently? And like the whole idea of her just dying 
because she was sad. <laughs> it's just like she's she's dying of a broken heart. It's like she's got two babies. Just yeah. be alive. Yeah. Take care of the beloved your babies. Yeah. So what? Your husband's like a loser. I don't know what the writer <laughs> Lucas, whoever was thinking with that. That was it was too much. Yeah, it was like, come on. Your women are stronger than that. Like, I, is he is he married? Does he know any women? Has he, he ever is, seen childbirth? Like, like, yeah, no. yeah. I mean, I I have no idea. I and you know what's her name? Laura Dern was good as kind of the in was it Last Jedi? Yeah, when she, she the captain. Uh, and she captain. flew the ship. Yeah. I thought it was so cool. Yeah, when she flew the ship at light speed into the destroyer and yeah. just exploded everything. Like you've never seen that before, right? Because it's she, impossible. Like, because it's impossible. What do you, mean? What do you, mean? <laughs> you can't you can't do that. That you can't you can't when you're in light speed, you can't interact physically with other objects. So right, they listen. broke Star Wars physics for that, <laughs> for that scene. And if you think about it, like but there, there's some like things that maybe kind of explain it. But you could just make like drone ships do that, that go into lights, put a hyper engine on any pilotless uh, droid and just blast it into things. But then where? But then nobody died. Yeah, it, it totally broke physics. One one person tried to explain it or said this is maybe it's so horrendous that it's kind of like there are intergalactic treaties against doing it, and that's why we've never seen it before. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. <laughs> I just like I said, it it wasn't interstellar. You know, where they're trying to get into theoretical physics and right. string theory and whatever right. it may be. So I just like. I just believed that in first, listen, somebody said that, that the, the Millennium Falcon could make the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. Okay. And that's a unit of measure. It's not a, it's not a speed. This is so, true. And then they fixed it in Han though. And, and right. And, but, and I've heard someone complain about that too. Like you don't need to fix everything. We don't need to know what Chewbacca's grandmother really meant when she. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then the life debt, whatever the life debt was. But I mean, I want to see what Chewbacca's grandmother looks like. She's wearing glasses. She's got gray hair, you know, she's a Nana, uh, gun belt. <laughs> an apron gun she's belt. Got, she's got an apron gun belt in her bowcaster, you know. She's drinking whiskey in a big tree on Kashyyyk. See, so this is something I feel like we might see in a Taika Waititi movie, and I'm I'm here for it. I'm excited about yeah. it. Yeah, yes, without a doubt. A, a Wookiee wearing glasses is probably one of the funniest <laughs> things. And like the old lady glasses with like the necklace, you know? Yes. And it's like yes. chewy, <laughs> chewy. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, so that's all I got to say about Taika Waititi. Have you have you got anything else? I mean, like I said. His movies before he made Thor are fantastic. His non-Marvel movies are out of this world. I think he's like, he's, he's a really, he's a brilliant creative person. I love his sense of humor. Um, and he also, like I said, he has heart in the stories that he tells. Cause he realizes like, that's the core, even a good, like a decent comedy, like Kingpin's not to like totally deviate, mm -hmm. but there's a heart to that story where they're trying to save you know, the Amish farm mm. through bowling. And then they ultimately save, you know, Munson and the, the girlfriends, you know, they make them realize that they live in his life and they get to like, you know what that's I mean? That's a like, Taika Waititi movie? Kingpin? That no, no, Kingpin? no, 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 oh, no, oh, oh. that's Fairly Brothers. Like I said, I was getting way, but like <laughs> I'm saying, like the movies that I love, there's always that at its core. You know what I yeah. mean? You care about the characters. 
Yeah. And you realize that Ernie Munson is a piece of Gorsh, but yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. But and, and I think that's how you can tell something is funny when it's next to something that isn't funny, right? Like when you think about foils and characters. And I think maybe that's what Taika did with Thor. I think he kind of plays against like the 2017 Thor is kind of a foil for the 2011 Thor. And it's kind of the mm. jokes hit a little differently when you you don't always quite expect it to come from like this serious space Viking, you know, it, and when he does something silly, right. it's just, it's funnier, you know? Ragnarok was on the other day and it's the scene where he's talking to Dr. Strange and then he's helping him find Odin. Yeah. And so he finds him. And then before he goes to leave, he goes, don't forget your umbrella. And he does, he calls his umbrella yes. and you hear it crashing through all the walls in the distance. And yes. just to look on Dr. Strange's face. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that was a perfect scene. That is a perfect scene. They, and well played by both of them. They're both they're, they they're so funny and they don't say anything. You know, just waiting yeah, for that funny. umbrella. Yeah. It's it's yeah, great. Great. And like and that's the thing like a lot of the reasons why like the Sony Marvel movies weren't as good cuz they try to like make it not a comic book movie mm -hmm. whereas I feel like Taika dives into it. Like yeah. he was using a lot of like the Jack Kirby uh, color and the art and the way that mm. his designs look when they're on the planet where they find Hulk yeah. and Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum yeah. is so funny. But like, the, I see that so with the colors like, too. Much more vibrant and popping. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, if like, there's this one Jack Kirby. They call him the King, right? Because mm -hmm. they talk about the way that he drew comics and he changed the whole game. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, he was really into space stories. And like, I used to think his art was kind of simplistic and boring mm. when I was reading comics as a kid, but I follow like Kirby art on Instagram and they'll post like panels and he was incredible, like, mm. like so incredible. And I feel like Taika uses that to also kind of, you know, his palette when he's creating these movies, he uses real comics as a, you know, idea, I guess. Yeah. I do. I love the aesthetic of the last two Thor movies. I, it's it's interesting. It is an interesting mm -hmm. and vibrant universe. Yeah. And I think if if and one more, I'll say one more thing about Taika. If anyone can bring back Jar Jar Binks, it's going to be Taika Waititi. <laughs> oh my God! Wouldn't that be incredible? Wouldn't yeah. that be so? Make him a bad gorge. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> like if Simon Pegg had a thing where he was talking about toxic fandom, uh -huh. and he came out, he hated. Jar Jar Binks and he didn't realize like what a hard time the actor that portrayed Jar Jar Binks had after that just like it. just due to the backlash yeah. he was just he was excited to be in a Star Wars movie right, you know what I mean right. and then to have everyone universally hate this guy yeah it's like you don't realize there's a human being that's playing this person you yeah. know what I mean yeah and they got feelings and it's hard to kind of shake off millions of people don't like you yeah you know yeah mean? like really don't like and, you a lot <laughs> yeah and it's and it's it's like wow so i would love that a redemptive jar jar bing story i am there he's a he's a jedi i'm in 2025 like a waititi natalie portman simon Pegg. you said <laughs> yeah just binks it's just called binks <laughs> see i'm on board <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, thank you so much for taking the time to come by today and, and talk. I uh, hope to have you back again soon. Gonna keep the streak yeah, up. Yeah, same, same journey on your vacay. 
And uh, I hope you have a great time at the old Bush Gardens. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tim. Take care. <laughs> All right, later, bud. Once again, I have to say thank you to everybody for listening to the Easy Dizit podcast and especially for making this so far towards the end here. And as a reward, here are some plugs. Check us out on Instagram at Easy Dizit. Also, we'd love to hear your comments, questions, show ideas. I will shamelessly steal any ideas that you send my way. Send them to easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, as always, those links are in the show notes. Once again, special thanks to our iTunes reviewer this week. Thank you so much, Adrian G. Definitely check her out on Instagram at your Disney coach. She's got a lot of great content. Thanks to Dan K for coming on the show talking about Taika Waititi today. Uh, if you hadn't picked up, Dan is a comedian. He's a funny guy. Check him out on Twitter, DannyBoy3030. You can also check out his website, DanielCalWhiteComedian.com for his upcoming shows. Those, of course, will be in the show notes. And yeah, if you'd like to support the show, a great way to do that if you're planning a Disney trip, a Universal trip, or a cruise trip, and you would like a little bit of guidance, a little bit of help, I'd be happy to book those for you. I cost nothing extra, and I might even save you a little bit of money. No promises. Also, I've been known to sprinkle in a little bit of pixie dust of my own here and there. So I, I would recommend my own services to you. I'm completely unbiased. <laughs> All right, cool. Or if a friend of yours, family member of yours is going anytime soon, send them my way. All right. Thanks again for listening, and as always, easy dizzy.